Hey everyone, I hope you're having a lovely day and that it's wonderful where you are. My name is Elena and you are listening to the Personal Improvement Podcast. As a slight refresher, I am doing 75 hard five times in a row. I failed 75 hard five times over in 2021. So to prove to myself that I can do what I couldn't do before as a byproduct of growth, I am now pursuing the goal of doing 75 hard five times in a row successfully. And as part of 75 hard, you are required to read 10 pages of a self-help or personal development oriented book every single day. Did I say five pages? I hope I said 10 because it's 10, not five. But now I can't remember what I said. So just in case, 10 pages per day of a book within that genre. And currently, I am reading Mindset by Carol Dweck. So naturally, today, we are talking about Mindset by Carol Dweck. And today's 10-page reading started out with a bang right away, with the author saying, quote, That's how the mindsets were born. I realized why I'd always been so concerned about mistakes and failures, and I recognized for the first time that I had a choice. End quote. And I love the reminder that we have a choice because we do. It certainly doesn't always feel as though that's true, but I pinky promise you always have a choice. We all do, no matter what. And going off of that, however, something that made me raise an eyebrow in a like, where is this going type of way was the manner in which the author started talking about fixed mindsets within the context of proving yourself. And she speaks to growth mindsets from the perspective of of course, the exact opposite of a fixed mindset, like not having the need or the desire or the want to be validated. And that perplexed me because I often think of myself as having a growth mindset. However, while reading Carol Dweck's book, Mindset, I'm starting to see that there are specific facets of my mindset that are actually still rooted a bit in the fixed mindset because I do have the need or the desire or the want to be validated more so like completely by myself than by others. But her mention of no matter who it's coming from, you seeking validation and how that aligns with the fixed mindset, all of that caught my attention. And Carol Dweck goes on to say, quote, when you enter a new mind, or excuse me, backtrack, start over, quote, when you enter a mindset, you enter a new world. In one world, the world of fixed traits, success is about proving you're smart or talented, validating yourself. In the other, the world of changing qualities, it's about stretching yourself to learn something new, developing yourself, end quote. And I'd like to spend more time mulling that over in my head so that I can understand the connection between validation and mindsets more thoroughly. Because again, this is my first introduction to mindsets being uh, kind of not correlated, but like aligned, I suppose, with um, validation. And, you know, I'm sure we'll touch on this in greater detail as the book goes on. But as it goes on today within my 10 pages of reading, the author has also brought up the topics of failure and effort. For starters, in terms of failure, Dweck talks about how failure is regarded as a bad thing through the lens of a fixed mindset, whereas failure as seen or failure is seen 
as a building block of success within a growth mindset. And in this regard, I resonate more so with the growth mindset entirely because I couldn't agree more. I fail all of the time, truly all of the time. And I think I'm still teetering in between two distinct headspaces where on the one hand, I recognize that failure is imperative to the world of success that I'm building for myself. But at the same time, I still get frustrated with myself when I fail instead of automatically welcoming it and regarding it as part of the process in the moment. But I am so, 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 so close to just being completely going directly to the thought of you failed, it's part of the process, try again, push forward, carry on. So despite the like thought of, oh, does this like reflect poorly on me? in the way it manifests in the form of brief frustration, I wouldn't at all consider myself to still have a fixed mindset in this regard because that minor blip where I'm upset with myself incredibly momentarily, that's one of those things where like, no matter how, I don't know, like refined or elevated or like aligned with discipline your mindset is you will still have thoughts that you don't consider part of your actual mindset it's like just passing fleeting ideas in your head that don't have anything to do with what you actually believe but our brains are buck wild in the sense that they will come up with anything and everything under the sun even if it's not sensical or we don't relate to it or it's just like super duper out there So despite that um, passing fleeting thought of like, oh, I failed. Now I'm upset with myself for not succeeding right away instead. That is one of those like, it's not what I believe nor what I hold on to. It just often floats in my head at the sign of success. But that's more my brain trying to keep me in a comfortable place. That being my literal comfort zone. Um, but on that note, um, circling back to the way Dweck mentions both effort and failure, she says, quote, in one world, effort is a bad thing. It like failure means you're not smart or talented. If you were, you wouldn't need effort. In the other world, effort is what makes you smart or talented, end quote. And see, I am completely on board with the growth mindset in terms of effort as well. Like, I don't at all think of effort as a shortcoming. I firmly believe everything takes effort. Like, even people who consider themselves to be naturally gifted or talented have to put forth effort. Talent without effort is wasted, in my opinion. Because, you know, they say what you don't use, you lose. And the best way to keep your gifts intact and remain talented over the course of your lifetime is by putting forth effort to keeping your gifts intact and remaining talented over time. And then shortly thereafter, Dweck addresses the dichotomy between learners and non-learners. In doing so, she uses school children as examples, and she explains that children with growth mindsets recognized that they didn't know everything, but they were open to putting themselves in situations where they would learn, making them learners. Whereas children who had fixed mindsets shied away from opportunities 
to expand their repertoires of knowledge because it made them come face to face with the fact that they didn't know everything already. And because they have those fixed mindsets, they believe that they have reached their potential in terms of intelligence. So admitting that they don't know everything makes them believe that they will never ever know everything. And that's regarded as failure to them as opposed to an opportunity for growth. And since they don't think they can get smarter, they think they've reached their threshold and just kind of tapped out at their max. Those children want to feel smarter in the moment, which they do by avoiding situations in which they are reminded of the fact that they don't know something. This renders them in a position where they become non-learners because they're, they're like not at all interested in trying to learn more due to the fact that they don't think they can. It's a fixed mindset. Here are two direct quotes that summarize what Dweck was talking about. It begins with this one, quote, So children with the fixed mindset want to make sure they succeed. Smart people should always succeed. But for children with the growth mindset, success is about stretching themselves. It's about becoming smarter, end quote. And the second quote is, quote, Believing that success is about learning, students with the growth mindset seized the chance. But those with the fixed mindset didn't want to expose their deficiencies. Instead, to feel smart in the short run, they were willing to put their college careers at risk. This is how the fixed mindset makes people into non-learners. End quote. This is very eye-opening to me. I am quite honest and vulnerable about where I'm at cognitively when I vlog on my YouTube channel. And oftentimes I find myself hesitating and thinking, man, I surely am coming across as a complete basket case. There's no way I'm not. Like, I'm all over the place, and anyone watching likely thinks that I'm mentally quite chaotic. And because my brain gets so hung up on how people will perceive me as I currently am, I will cut out clips or delete footage in which I feel like I'm exposing my deficiencies, as Dweck explains. And I'm seeing now that I'm judging myself so intensely through the lens of a fixed mindset in certain regards instead of letting myself just be on full display as I grow and learn and try and change and evolve. I'm trying to make myself feel smart in the short run by not showing the more vulnerable and raw moments throughout my journey of becoming who I want to be. I have this fixation on wanting to succeed and wanting to be perceived as succeeding and not to the point where I'm fooling anyone, but because I am striving towards success in all that I do. And I have this like, I'm not sure where this fear is rooted in, but like, I worry that despite me depicting my venture towards success through my actions, I will still not be viewed as such. And, you know, actually... If I really think about it for more than 10 seconds, I can pinpoint the fact that I have a lengthy history of being just completely and utterly misunderstood. And so I have to warm up to the idea that not everyone is out to commit themselves to misunderstanding me. And that's a topic for another story. But I also know where else this like, focus on success and drive at the forefront of my mind comes from that being my educational background most definitely 
I grew up in environments where all A's were applauded, but also expected, and anything below an A, even an A minus, was questioned, and it would warrant a conversation about what happened. There was never any wiggle room. It was A's or F's in my head. As a result, there was no in-between. B's, C's, and D's did not matter. If it wasn't an A or an A+, it was an F. And to an extent, I can have like a bit of appreciation for the emphasis on doing the absolute best that you possibly can. But in other ways, that like hyperfixation on all A's has been quite detrimental in the sense that I find it really uncomfortable to be seen as anything other than an A status. And now I'm better understanding what I said I would circle back to up above in regard to a fixed mindset being focused on proving yourself while a growth mindset is more concerned with expanding, stretching, and, well, growing. Um, I can see myself as having a fixed mindset in this context in particular. I do get nervous when people can see that I have limitations. It's not because I think I am the end-all, be-all definition of like a super-duper human. I don't think I'm anything spectacular in the slightest, and superiority doesn't even like come to mind in terms of why I feel those nerves. But I shame myself for that, so it's no wonder that I'd feel hesitant when I'm aware that other people might see that I haven't yet reached my full potential as well. And when you're uh, insecure about something, it's frightening to consider that other people can see your insecurities too, especially if you believe that they have picked up on what you're insecure about before you've been able to accept that about yourself. But I really want to work on relinquishing that fear because I can't present myself as having reached my full potential if I have not yet reached my full potential. And I need to fall in love with the process again, as opposed to wanting to already come across as this like very refined, disciplined, has it all figured out to a T person. And I don't know why I feel the need to be viewed that way when I know that's not how I am. There's a bit of a cognitive dissonance there, most definitely. But I want to embrace the fact that I am so far away from who I want to be. And in all fairness, I already do in my own like day-to-day hanging out with myself life. But when I am like aware of the fact that other people are perceiving me, that confidence in understanding that I'm not yet where I want to be, but I'm heading there, it just evaporates. So it's like also what comes to mind is the need for me to become more comfortable with being perceived. And, you know, I want to be more comfortable with people seeing me for who I am at the time that I am that person instead of being so concerned about the fact that they are seeing me before I'm in a more eloquent, refined, disciplined state. It's almost like I don't want to show people who I am while I'm a work in progress because in my head I'm like, wait, don't leave. I can be better, do better, look better, think better. And you know, that is definitely rooted 
<laughs> and my fears of abandonment. But that's a bit intense and certainly not something worth diving into at the moment. But I'm feeling rather enlightened after reading today's 10-page segment, 475 Hard. I can't say that I fully understand everything I took in today. I can't say that I fully understand everything I took in today. And I don't feel terribly eloquent as I speak to how I'm feeling in the moment right now. But that's because it's all so new to me. And the more I mull this over in my head and work with what I've learned and like incorporate it with what I already know about myself, my brain will certainly process it better and comprehend a lot more of what I consumed today over time. But this is an amazing starting point. I feel like I've had an aha moment. And it's one that I really didn't know I was looking for or in need of. But alas, both are true. And I'm happy to have this insight to work with. Because I think it'll help me understand myself in certain ways that I've been grappling with. Namely for the past few months in particular. But on and off for years on end. But as I'm recognizing the ways in which I have a fixed mindset, I'm also understanding how I'm not in a full-on fixed mindset. Like, it's not black and white, for me at least. And I don't think you necessarily have either a a fixed or a growth mindset entirely. Some people might. Never say never. But if you're like me, you potentially have characteristics of both. And I think that's important to remember, especially if you have a tendency to operate under black and white thinking. I've moved away from that quite a bit, but there are times where I start thinking in extremes. So reminding myself that mindsets are not always one or the other is helping me keep in mind that there's a lot of nuance to nearly everything, mindsets included. Mindsets are so intricate, and I'm very stoked to continue learning all about mine in particular, but mindsets in general and what they encompass, as well as how mindsets can change, like how mine will evolve as I get older and wiser and more experienced and less timid. But on that note, thank you very much for being here today. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and I will be back tomorrow with another episode of PIP. Until then, take care. (laughs) 